tell you, uh, your ass looks amazing. I, and, and I don't know if it's the jeans or what, but you walked over there to do the hit the recording, and I was like, mm, you like my mom jeans. I like that mom ass. Like That's what mom. I like. Okay. What I like. Thank you, sir. But okay. Um, well, I missed you last week. Um, I have to commend you for flying solo. I don't know how you did that. I mean, I'm, I know I, how you did it because I know how you did it. You're you're amazing, my love. But I got um, no. Well, I missed you, you so much, and and. I mean, could I do a podcast by myself? Yes, I could, but no, but, but it would be a completely different podcast. And I love what, what, what me and you have. And I, and I hope, I hope, you know, cause sometimes in the, I be- didn't read the comments where they all like, <laughs> we love the podcast without Renee. No, no people, people definitely said, Hey, great job, but we missed Renee. But it's funny because in the beginning of this podcast, people came on board because they were a fan of my stand up, and then they go, well, we, we just like you. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and they were like, she's not funny. And I was like, I know I'm not funny. I'm not a stand-up comedian. But I think what, what we have grown here and what we, what we do has now become what we do. Yeah. So I think that people saw me do it by myself and could I do one by myself? Sure. But what we have is special and what this podcast specifically is, there is no podcast without Captain Evil. Yeah. So I, I missed you desperately. Um, and, and, and just so, and I'll, I'll start the conversation off cause I know it's going to be hard for you, but, um, we, we want to address why Captain Evil wasn't here. Um, and, and, and also I, like, I believe in the, the power of, of prayer. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we put this out to the world, that, that it'll help, uh, with thoughts and prayers. Cause I do think yeah. that, that thoughts and prayers do make a difference and, and do I, I, I just have to, I got so, so many sweet messages, um, about being absent last week and a lot of love and support that I really, I needed, I needed it last week. And it's what you said, this podcast is something different and it's something very special. And, um, I'm, I'm not just the brunt of the joke anymore. There is a, um, there's a community that's come from this and, um, Debbie well, Ray and Marlies in South Africa, and I'm not going to remember everybody's name, but just sent me a lot of support when I, sweet messages of, of support, I can't even say it because I'm getting emotional, when I needed it, and I appreciate it, and I'm grateful well, for it. Well, you know, it, it, it has been um, a rough couple of weeks, like I said on the podcast last week, and, and part of the reason is because Renee's father... My dad um, got some scary health news. Scary health news and... and you know, it was one of those things that was that was very very scary, and then Monday we got the actual diagnosis, which was Monday, um, Halloween, uh, and we'll go back to that. Um, but the good news is that we're now at MD Anderson. Yeah, um, my brother got him an appointment at MD Anderson, and we feel like it's such a blessing. It's and Everyone I'll, keeps saying it's the best place to get treatment, and I think we believe it. We're hopeful. But again, it, it is so crazy how this world works. And and I've talked about it on here before where things happen for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, yes, I went down for, for Eric's um, funeral, and I reconnected with one of my cousins. And, and Fidel um, has always been my older cousin, somebody I always looked up to. And, and he has gone on to live in, in Houston, and we just don't, we don't get to catch up with him or I don't get, you've never even met him. Yeah, no, um, I don't know him. So, you know, it was nice to see my cousin. All of a sudden, we're sitting there talking, and I'm explaining to him uh, the situation with your father. And he goes, Steve, my wife, who also went to Gregory Portland, Tara works at MD Anderson. And he goes, and she'll be happy to help with any questions, anything you guys need. So I, I just want to tell Fidel and Tara, thank you so very much for, for that support. But we got her father into MD Anderson. We got some some positive news, and that positive news is that that we are we're gonna make this we're gonna we're gonna be able to to get this under control. There, there, we we're still waiting on tests, which is the anxious part. But but at least now we know that there is treatment, and at MD Anderson there are clinical trials that he might be eligible for too. So it's it's the best place for him to get treatment, and he's strong, and he's gonna get it. Oh, dude, he's uh, Daddy Raymond. Ain't, nobody's stopping Daddy Raymond. No. You know, and, and he's going to be okay. And your thoughts and prayers are very, very welcomed. And um, it was funny because, you know, this is the first time that, that 
in our lives that me and you together are dealing with something really heavy like that. Um, he got the diagnosis on, on Monday, which was Halloween. And I was at the, um, at my charity helicopters for hero charity golf tournament. <laughs> and then Renee calls me up and she goes, I'm going home right now. I got to be with my dad. She goes, what do you think? And I go, I think you should go. And then you were like, well, I don't know if I should go. And then, and then, well, what about Halloween tonight? And I'm like, well, it, it, again, and I don't know if I talked about it the last episode and, and Rick can stop me if I did, but, but again, when, when, when people say I had to be strong for my kids, yeah, that was the first time I didn't want to go trick or treating. Yeah. I didn't want to get dressed up. I didn't want to hang out with Garrett's, our couple friends without you yeah, and with that news. But yeah. I also didn't want to not give Delilah her first real Halloween. Yeah. I didn't want Garrett was, of course, I mean, he's at that age where trick or treating is everything. Well, I've right? made such a big deal out of Halloween yeah. because I love it so much. So I was, I was so torn between. And then it was funny because you're like, you call me and you're like, well, maybe I should just stay here for Halloween because we were actually going the next day to go to the funeral uh, anyway. And yeah. then I go, well, we'll stay home, do Halloween with us. And, and you know, we're going to be there tomorrow. I'm already an hour almost from home. And I'm like, well, then why the fuck are you asking me? Uh, but, but in that situation, you know, I just felt like I needed to be there for my mom and my dad and my brother. And that that was that I, that was important to me. And there will be more Halloweens. You wanted to hug him. Yeah. You know, and see them. And, and, and again, like, like I have said through this entire ordeal, there is no wrong answer. Yeah. Right. If you want to go home, you go home. If you want to be at MD Anderson with your father every day, you go do it because there is no, and, and by the way, if you want to stay home and be there for your kids, yeah, that's not the wrong answer either. Right. So, you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, we, I didn't have the answers and, and you didn't have the answers. However, there is no wrong thing to do yeah you know and then later that night she's like i'm coming home i'm like well, okay like and then and then you know we get in the car and we, we really had a a good marital moment you know where you go i i you told me i really wanted you to guide me you remember yeah you you go i just really wanted you to guide me and i and, and i and i said well I don't, I also don't want you to feel like I'm telling you what to do. Well, it's just right? so hard. You get news like that and it's paralyzing and you, you, you don't know which way you're supposed to go. Well, but it, so then, but, and, but I, but I, I love you and I trust you and I feel like you obviously know me better than anyone else. So I felt like, tell me which way I'm supposed to go until my body figures it out and catches up. So our solution was that I would share with you what I think you should do. Yeah. And, and I told you that, that whatever you do, there is no wrong answer. I will tell you what I think yeah. that we need to do and what we should do. Um, I've heard the phrase in my life several times that, that you have to live for the living, you know, and I, and I, 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 I believe that I, yeah. be, I believe that, that life is short and we cannot spend our life sulking or being sad when somebody passes away or, or, you know, uh, or when somebody gets sick. Right. Yeah. So and I, I said, pass away. I mean, pass on is the, is the word I like to use, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I think through this whole ordeal, I will give you my opinion. I will tell you what I think we should do, but ultimately whatever I'm you Captain do, Evil and I'll do whatever I want anyway. Hey, well, that's, that's always <laughs> been the fucking, that has always been the case. Um, but I will say that, that, you know, I have been through it. Yeah. Um, my father survived cancer. Yeah. My stepmother survived cancer. Both, um, and both uh, got treatment at MD Anderson. Both got, both got treatment at, at MD Anderson. I will say that, that one of the doctors that my dad dealt with was a pompous fucking prick. <gasps> and I almost got kicked out of the hospital because I called him out. Yeah. For being a pompous fucking prick. Yeah. Um, but 90% of the people um, that I dealt with at MD Anderson were complete class acts, very sympathetic, very sweet, compassionate, um, compassionate yeah. and, and caring, except for that one fucking doctor. But um, ultimately, you know, we don't want to sit here and, and spend 30, 40 minutes on this podcast talking about 
the sad part because we are in a good place. Yeah. Um, we, we got positive news from MD Anderson and, and we will, we will keep you guys posted, um, as, as things move forward. And, um, the fact that you guys care so much for us is, is just, um, uh, really, really cool. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. This has become a, a community. Um, and, and one of the guys was like, Hey man, we're all a family here. And if we need to help, let us know. And, and I just thought, wow, man, you yeah. know, we, we are, we are hopefully building a community of, 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 of do-gooders. Yeah. You know, of people that do want to help and, and hopefully, you know, and, and I try to be very specific about the things that I do bring on this podcast. Um, you know, like Steve Cardenas and, and Jennifer Cardenas, you know, things that are, that are very real and honest. I mean, if, if I talked about every, every strategy of everybody I knew, we wouldn't get anywhere. But, yeah. um, when we need you guys, we will ask. And right now I will say that your continued support, the comments, it, it really means. We feel it. I feel it. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. And you needed it. Yeah. You needed it. And, and, you know, I, I also think that sometimes these are wake up calls to enjoy life, yeah. to know that life is short, to, to realize that, Hey man, you know, there is no, tomorrow is not promised. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but the good news is that we plan on spending Thanksgiving together. Um, yeah, and, we're going to have a big old Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, uh, we just wanted to make sure that we didn't keep you guys in the dark. Um, we wanted to be honest and open with, with what's happening. Um, Renee, you're very strong. Good job. <laughs> Renee was like, I don't know if I want to say anything. I'm not going to make it, but well, you made it. Yeah. And we did it. So, um, this weekend, well, uh, so, and, and not to, not to go bring it all back to what I said we weren't going to talk about. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I did convince you to continue with our plans for my show in Austin. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, I was with them in Houston this week and I was spending time away from the kids. And what I really wanted was just to be in my pajamas and put my children to bed. Um, but I think I, I did need to be pushed and nudged and forced to get go dressed out, up, go out, go yeah. out, have a good time. Uh, but I will say that, that I think that's one of the biggest struggles um, in a marriage, in my opinion. Is that I want to be at home in my pajamas with my children? <laughs> But but part of it, right, is is when you have like me and you, me and you are a team. Me and you, I you know, it's so funny that that if I'm out alone with our friends, they uh-huh. go, it's not the same. It's Renee and Steve, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so we really have, and, and and you know, you are my, you're my, you're my. I was gonna say, I think it's the same way too. When they get me, they're like, oh no, Steve. Yeah. Where's the shitty comments? <laughs> where's the dirty comments? Um. But, but we are definitely a team and, you know, once we had kids and once COVID happened and, and all this we've been going through, I've been missing you and I've been missing us going yeah. out, having drinks together. Well, that and, happens you know, when you have a little one. They're like, it's there, hard. there are phases in a marriage, you know, Absolutely. like someone asked me if I wanted to join a book club and I was like, no, I'm not in the book club phase right now. I'm chasing around a two year old. Like well, but eventually it, I'll join your book club, but not now. But it's like me with golf. Right. Hey man, you want to come golfing? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have fucking time to golf with you for five hours. I got kids. I got shit to do. I got, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, and not that you won't one day. I just feel like, you know. Yeah, but, I'm but, not but I still, at the moment. I still think no matter what phase you're in, that a husband and wife should find that time to enjoy just each other's company. For sure. They say like, do a weekly date night, right? We don't do a weekly date night. We do a weekly podcast. But, but, but you know, I, but, Yes, we do the weekly podcast. We get to connect. Me and you yeah. are always talking about life and our future and what we got going on. But lately, we haven't gone out and had fun together and yeah. laugh together and drink together and celebrate together. And, you know, well, that's hard, too, because your job, I mean, your job is fun, but, but it's still work, you know? And oh, it's, it's definitely like, work. There are still it's, responsibilities that come with that and... It, 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 so no, it's, it's, it's tricky. It is tricky and it, and it is hard. So, you know, when, when you were like, well, I don't want to go, um, Saturday, you know, for me, the Paramount theater is, is huge to me because yeah. when I first started in this business, I was on tour with this, uh, uh, tour called the three amigos tour. 
and they filmed a movie of the set. Yeah. And I was the, I, I got to warm the crowd up. I wasn't in the movie, uh-huh. but I got to warm the crowd up at the Paramount. That was almost 25 years ago or 22 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just remember being in the Paramount theater like one day. Oh my gosh, one day I will get to be at the Paramount theater. And that one day was coming and I wanted to be there with my wife. Yeah. And I didn't want to be there alone. I wanted to celebrate that with you. And not to mention Austin is one of those towns that number one, we hadn't performed in, in, in pre pre COVID was the last time. And number two, we're doing the freaking Paramount. And then I have all these friends and family that I haven't seen in forever that, that want to come out and and I want to see and hang out with. And yeah, you know, some GP Wildcats came out that I hadn't seen in forever, you know, Mario Guerra and his family and his wife and, and, um, Jason Peterson and Adam Russell. I mean, that guy I hadn't seen in forever, so damn proud of him. He's now a Texas Ranger. So, and that's another thing. I'm so proud of the GP Wildcats and all the things that we've done. Yeah, someone said, uh, some, oh, oh, you know who it was? It was, uh, it was the winner because the Pick Terry's winner. Oh, we'll talk about her too. From yeah. the contest came Shannon Scott and Shannon Scott. Said, and she said, I feel like I'm at his high school reunion <laughs> <laughs> backstage. Well, they were, um, you know, they have such a good attitude and they were so happy to be there. Yeah. So, by the way, our sponsor, Pick Cherries. Uh, download it but more importantly we flew them in from new york yeah so they live in upstate new york they won a contest and we flew them in got them a hotel they hung out with us all night they went one okay shannon had never been on a plane shannon sorry i'm gonna tell everyone your story because i just thought it was so fun and cool but um shannon had never been on a plane got to austin and went zip lining and then and came to your show at the paramount oh they loved it and, and we love them and and they're just they, you know, they were so appreciative and so sweet. And we, and we just loved hanging out with them. Yeah. You know, and, and she's definitely a Captain Evil. Like, <laughs> definitely. Like, you could tell her husband's like, he's just like, whatever she wants, man. Like, whatever she wants to do, you know. So it, it was just a, 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 oh, so if you go right now, the next giveaway that we're doing is Vegas. Yes, there's so, another contest, but it's um, the deadline. It's been running for a while, but we were so busy promoting a special, we haven't really talked about it. Um, Pictures is doing the same thing. Two nights, stay, flights, um, meals covered. Backstage um, with us. Yes, at your show in Vegas on December 8th. So go sign up. But I think it's like, it's going to end soon. So go so sign they gotta, up you, right now. You have to download the Pictures app, and then you go to the website, and you say, hey, I filled it out. And then if they actually share a clip with our pod, of our podcast, they get an extra entry into the contest. Let's go. Come on. Come join me and Renee. We'd love to have you in Vegas. Um, but it was just a special moment, um, the Paramount. And, and I mean, I walked out on that stage, and, and, and much like the Majestic in, in Dallas and... and I gotta be honest with you, Renee. I, I there's a little bit of me that I cannot believe it's happening to me. Yeah. You know, and I've always dreamt it, and I've always wanted it to happen, and I've worked very hard for it to happen. Yeah. But there's a little bit of me that's like, this is not my life. I cannot believe that these people, and and I, I fucking hate no meet and greet. I hate it. Well, and you know what? We you know? were we had planned to have one, but um, the theater went. Uh, the fucking downtown Austin's a disaster. We and, had to and, push the second show later, and even so, we had we played the intro video that we've talked about before the first show, and then made the decision that it was not going to play before the second show because the turnaround was too fast, and then getting everyone in and out of the theater and the parking and all of that we had to end up pushing the show to start later anyway so i was like we should have played the damn video so that at least they would have been entertained Entertained, sitting there you know but but there is i'm not kidding you man there's a feeling of this can't be me this can't be my life this can't be these people cannot be lined up around the block for me and and it it, is just a um a very surreal feeling yeah you know and 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 uh um there's also a feeling of I'm not good enough. I really have that feeling. What? Yes. No, everyone I, said it was such an incredible show. You know, like I, I mean, I hope. And you know, and then second show, like I'm doing my act that we're doing the show, everybody's laughing, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, the Astros won the World Series. Yes. And the Astros. whole and so then I, so then 
You, you had know, to acknowledge it because yeah, like, all the dudes you know, were going to be down checking their phones. Well, and, and I was already kind of thinking about it, and, and Jake and I had the we were watching it backstage, right? Uh-huh. And then so when that happened, I go, "Ladies and gentlemen, you're 2022." I know it was so funny because some of the women told me they were like, "For a second, I didn't know what was happening. Like I I didn't know what he was talking about. Like, and I was connected the dots. It was really it was together, it, right? and it was bittersweet for me because. I had tickets to game seven. Well, of course, I couldn't make Friday. I couldn't make Saturday because I was working. Uh-huh. But I did have tickets to go to game se- I had I had tickets to go to any game I wanted, but we kind of had an issue, uh, a family yeah. issue. And then the Friday-Saturday game, I was working. Yeah. So then they were like, well, if they go to game seven, you get to go. And then mm-hmm. I wanted to bring Garrett because Garrett's now at the age where that kid, everything's Astros right uh-huh. now. I mean, every shirt he wears is Astros. Well, his teacher's uh, a huge Astros all he fan talks too, about so is, all his is, class wears their gonna, Astros oh, gear. I'm going to be like Benya, and I'm going to be like Benya. I mean, uh-huh. so he, he's all Who about it. So I, I was also very excited to possibly be able to take my, my son to a World Series game. You know, I already, me and dad did it, uh-huh. so it would have been good for me and my son to do it, right? But um, the, the show was just... Again, like I, there, there is a little bit of me that's like, oh my god, this is happening to me. Yeah. Like this is this is real, you know. And and it is a little. Um, I always talk about it. I was talking to um, to Dave J, the opening act, you know. And and uh-huh. and Dave's, Dave and I have really great conversations. He's a very um, introspective guy. Is that a good word? Yeah, he's very like chill, even keel. He doesn't get. Uh, he doesn't get too excited, but but he's yeah. also he also likes to talk about deep stuff. Yeah, you know, and 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 he's overcome a lot in his life. Like he is he is a a true success, an American success story. Truly, yeah. you know. Um, but I was telling him, I go, you know, I said I'm. It's weird because he came into my life in a transitional period. You know, and 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 I always talk about. You're 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 constantly changing identities. Mm. You yeah, know? you talk about um, you you so identified with being the underdog. And oh, then, I was the underdog forever. I was the scrapper. I'm, I haven't made it yet. I haven't got my. And due. then you were like, "Wait, I have to quit talking about myself like that. I'm not. Right. I'm not that anymore." And then I went but, to. But the, what am I? Right. Then I went to. Oh my gosh, we're selling tickets. We're doing great in the comedy clubs. Oh my gosh, I'm making some money. Is it gonna last? You know, is it gonna last? Am I gonna always be in the comedy clubs? Am I always gonna sell this many tickets? And then now it's like, holy shit! Now we're selling out theaters, and I'm walking into venues, and they're like, Mr. Trevino, Mr. Trevino, Mr. Trevino, Mr. Trevino. And then we walked through the Spurs game yesterday, which I want to thank Ben and Beth. Um, yes. and, and all of a sudden, the camera guys at the the Spurs game were like, Hey, Steve, what's up? Big fan. Hey Steve, what's up, big fan? And then I mean, and it's just a, it's a it's a turning of the page and, and a different identity, and there really has been some real growing pains. Yeah. There, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how to embrace it. I don't know. I was gonna say, what are the growing pains? I still have the fear that I'm gonna lose it all. I I, I still inside of me have this fear that one day I'm gonna show up at, at a show and nobody's going to come. Yeah. Right. Which is why I am the way I am with my money, where I'm always making sure that the family's taken care of and that we don't overspend and that we don't live outside our means. And because I still have this really huge fear of, am I going to be in theaters forever? Or do I need to prepare? Well, I think we you know, know, right? A career does this. Not Well, not for comedians. Comedians just continue to do that. And I mean, Jeff Foxworthy's been doing theaters and arenas for 20 years. Yeah. Gabriel Iglesias has been doing theaters and arenas for 20, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know, but I, I do have this feeling of like, oh my gosh, is it all going to end? Are, are people, people just going to get over it? Yeah. You know, because you have guys like um, Dane Cook, for example, who... God, that guy was top of the mountain, selling out arenas on HBO. Yeah. You know, movie after movie after movie. And now I know he still sells tickets. 
I also still think that Dane Cook is very funny. Yeah. But he's not Dane Cook. Oh, but he like exploded in the crazy way. It was huge. Yeah. You know, but I do, I do know that Dane Cook went through that here, but here's not bad. Yeah. It's not like Dane Cook does not sell tickets. Right. And by the way, I say Dane Cook's name right now and nobody out there is going, who, who the fuck's he? Yeah. We all know who he is. Yeah. You know, so, and and there's, it's, um, it's also a different feeling. What's a different feeling? The stage that I'm at. You know, like for example, in the in the green room, everybody's just looking at me. Everybody. Yeah. Like I'm standing in the corner in the kitchen hanging out and everybody's like, what's Steve going to say? What's he going to do? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you see people that are friends of friends, like with their camera out, like waiting for their moment to go, can I, can I get up? A picture and then, yeah. and then my goal is is to make them feel comfortable and make them feel like of course like yes i'll take a picture with you no problem right yeah but but it, it, it's different it's a different feeling it's a different um i don't know man it's just different yeah. you know and it, we, we got to we got to um wichita falls um texas how was that it was such a quick trip you literally like Drove in, did the show, and then drove back. Drove back. It yeah. was amazing. I mean, Wichita Falls, I had never been there before, and and great staff and great theater, and you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because we we get there and, and I wanted to eat some barbecue. This I forget the name of the barbecue place, but again, as soon as I walk in, it, you know, and oh shit, Steve Trevino's here, and you, and I, I heard you, <laughs> like I heard you say that. How about just say hi? Yeah. But like I'll walk by and they're like, uh, that that was Steve Trevino, and I'm like. Just say hi, man. Like, yeah. you know, but, but I, it was, I get back, we, we leave the, the restaurant, we're parked up front and that this couple comes out and they're like, Hey, can, can we get a picture? And I go, yeah, of course. So we take the picture and then I get in the minivan rental and they were like, you're in a minivan. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a fucking minivan. Like that's what Timmy rented. A fucking minivan. But there's definitely a, a, but I think that, you know, um, married couples go through that too, is, is an identity change. Yeah. You know, first we were the young married couple having fun, doing our thing. And and then all of a sudden, oh crap. Well, no, then we have to get married. Oh. Right. Okay. Well now life's getting serious and where are we going to get married? And I mean, we were together for so long. That one didn't feel that different. Yeah. Um, the, by the, the time we got kids married, was a big one too yeah. of, of an identity change. Right? Well, by the time we got married, I feel like it wasn't an identity change for us. It was sort of an acknowledgement from our families and the way now our families treated us different because we took that step. Don't you? Yeah, no, no. I, I wish I would have got married sooner. You know, it, being married is a different thing. Yeah. Being, you know, I always thought, well, what's the difference? It's the same. We live together. We're already dating. What's the difference? And then we got married and I was like, oh, there is a difference. There is a, a, it's just different. Yeah. You know, in our parents' eyes, in our family's eyes, in, in our eyes. I mean, there's just a, it's just different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there's like a, I, I guess it didn't feel that different to me, but there, then there is, once you're actually officially married, there's this feeling of, oh, there's no backing out. <laughs> yeah this is it we fucking yeah. we have a contract we yeah. signed a contract yeah um but but they're you know the funny part and i don't know why i'm going back to me but um i don't feel any different i don't feel successful i don't feel yes you do rich if you will i don't feel like a celebrity i don't I don't well, because who feel. knows what that's supposed to feel like. I, I just, you, I, how I, did you say you don't feel successful? Look around. I, I just feel like me. I just feel like I just keep working and 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 I work very hard to to have a great life and, yeah. and, and be with my wife and my kids and 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 be on stage and I, I, I just I just keep doing it. But that's like saying a neighbor down the street whose business is doing well doesn't feel successful. Like sure he does. Sure you do. Uh, you know what? This is a good question for Rick. Rick is extremely successful. Yes. And right now, 
<laughs> and, and, and right now, especially yeah. Rick's hard work has paid off. Uh-huh. And now he is rich and successful. Do you feel any different, Rick? Yeah, I don't want to look people in the eyes. You get to look down when you walk by me. <laughs> well, nobody can look at you in the fucking eyes, dude. You're six that's foot eight. That's a, that's a solid point. Uh, no, but here's the thing. And this is like, because I knew you in, what, 2003, the first time, you know? So to see your career take off like it has, you know, I felt weird calling you after, uh, you know, we're exiting after the first show. I felt weird calling you to tell you how impressed I was that the line was around the block. And I'm like, ooh, sh- should I be calling him? You know, as opposed to just like, hey, I'm going to call Steve. It's like, oh, celebrity Steve. Should I be wasting his time? <laughs> you know what? I, I, it's funny you say that because, you know, I think that that is the key, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where people go, Steve, you changed. No, you now. You changed towards me. Yeah. You, you, the way you look at me and the way that you see me has changed. I haven't changed. Yeah. You changed towards me. Great point. Yeah. That's a great point. It's, it, you know, it's interesting too, because, you know, I brought Eric, Christine and Gigi uh, down and you are so warm with everyone in there, even though everyone's looking at you, you, you have that quality that we've all talked about with Pitbull. It's like you meet one person and you're the that one person in the room when you're with that person. And it, it's just such a special thing to see. But, but I also think that, that I have a genuine, um, you like people. I love people and I find people very interesting. Yeah. And, and I, and when I'm talking to somebody, I genuinely want to talk to them. You know, I don't want to move on. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be disrespectful. You know, it, like John, for example, you know, John has this, very warm, comfortable mm-hmm. ease ease about him. Yes. So when I see him, I, I also feel that. And yeah. it's nice to feel that. Like when I'm with John and I hug John and I say uh-huh. hi, his, his comfortableness. It's calming. It's calming and, yeah. it, and it rubs off. I mean, I, I also enjoy that. And then you got, you know, Stu from Pick Cherries who is, you know, smiling and exudes positive, positive, positive energy, energy yeah. and winner. And he's got this like, let's go get him feeling. And yeah. I like that feeling too. You yeah. know, um, Adam Russell, who I hadn't seen in 20 years, who's now a, a Texas Ranger. There was something really calming and confident about him. That There wasn't there grounding. Yeah. Grounding. There wasn't there before when we were kids, but you know, so I love it. I, I think it's so much fun. Uh, you know, to me, it's fun. Yeah. And it's a party and let's have you a You really time. do feed off of people's energy. Oh, yeah. thousand yeah. percent. Um, but back, you, don't, you never answered the question, Rick. Do you feel different? Um, no, but, it, but with age, you, you feel different. Like if, if, if this success came to you at 22, I don't think you'd be handling it the way you have. Now, you are who you are now and I am who I am. So you're, you know, you're older, a little bit older now. You you see what's important. Fame and, and, and money let you do things, but it's not the most important thing. Well, well I will say that, that and, and maybe you agree, Rick, and, and you too, Renee, because we did it together. There is a, for the first time in my life, uh, for the past few years, there has been a real sense of like, financially, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. When before it was like, I don't know if we're going to be okay. Yeah. Like we're working hard and we're doing what we got to do. We're chasing this dream, hoping it's going to pay off, but yeah. there, but there's no certainty that it will. But holy crap. You know, there was times that Renee and I were living check to check. There yeah. was times when Renee and I, basically if I didn't make that next gig, we weren't going to make it. And that, that feeling of... There was a time when you had Bell's palsy and only half your face worked and you still had to go on stage. Yes. <laughs> um, but but do you feel a little bit more secure in that way, Rick? Yeah, but like you, you always feel like it's going to get taken away from you. <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. You always yeah. feel like, oh shit, I'm one step away from all of it going away. Right. But don't you think that's a lot of professions? 
Yeah, but but you I know, mean, maybe not all. Of and them, I don't want to mention any names because because I I don't know if they're okay with me mentioning their name or or even if this is something that that might hurt their feelings. But I have friends that I look at who don't need anything. What do you I, mean they don't need anything? Like what? They don't need success. They don't need money. They don't need a big house. They don't need things, oh, people things who- on the walls. They you know they're. You, those I have friends that just go through life and they're just very content and they're they don't have this anxiety to succeed they don't have this insecurity they don't have this you know and that's okay too that's what they're I mean happy. and I yeah, I, I, happy and I I admire that about them yeah you know I I remember my father was was um, when he worked very very well respected. Mm-hmm. Um, in the refinery business, uh, so much so that that my dad was a you know the general foreman forever for a contracting company, and that contractor that owned that company actually came to my dad and said, "Hey, I want to help you own a business too, because you know everybody you can hire and fire, you, like you know your your business." <clears throat> and I remember this man coming to sit down with my dad and and me being there. And this man explaining to my dad, like, hey, man, you get, I'll help you get the contracts. You break me off 10%. You can be a millionaire. Yeah. And my dad sat there and listened. And the guy left. And I, and I go, dad, let's be millionaires. And my dad goes, no. I go, dad, why, I go, why wouldn't you take this opportunity? And my dad goes, because I know exactly how much I make every week. And I clock in and I clock out. He goes, and if I own a business... There's no clocking out. I don't know how much money I'm going to make. I probably won't be able to coach Little League. I probably won't have weekends off. I like my life. And there's something really special about that as well. Yeah. Right? Where my dad goes, no, I like making a paycheck. I like clocking out. I go to my job. I do my job. I do it well. I get paid. I'm out at this time. Yeah. I have these weekends off. I have my vacation set. Yeah. I know how much money I'm going to make. I have a budget. It's a per- I think it's a personality type. Yep. Could you, li- you what do you think about that, Rick? Yeah, I, I but there's still a fear of paycheck to paycheck when you're an employee too, you know? So it, it's just a different type of fear and I always felt like I was going to get fired every week. So I just, I was like, I just got to go off on my own, do it on my own. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But when you're, when you're my dad, he knows he's not getting fired because you know, he knows his shit. Right. Yeah. But there's also the, you know, my dad used to say, I have a budget. I know how much I need to save. I know how much I can spend on a house. I know how much, you know, I mean, yeah. the guy had a budget, you know, yeah. um, but it's, there is a real feeling of. You know, especially in Austin, when, when Rick called and said, oh, my God, there's a line around the building. There's yeah. a little me of like, really? For who? Adrian did too. Like, Adrian sent me a video of the line. It, it's, it's really cool. And by, by the way, sorry to interrupt, but by the way, it, it was around the block the first time. I've seen that. It was when we turned the block again <laughs> is where I, was, I felt like I had to call you. <laughs> It, but it's again like guys it's it is there's a little bit of me that's like why me i mean i've always had the attitude of why funny. not me but because you're funny but it it just it, it is a really cool feeling yeah you know and and you're funny and you've worked hard settle in steve and it's um you know like like mario and and jason peterson and these are guys that that i grew up with and and I've known my entire life, you know, to yeah. see, to, I hadn't seen those guys in, in forever. That's why I'm specifically mentioning them to see them genuinely really happy and proud of me mm-hmm. feels good too, you know, and, and, you know, they're very hardworking and successful in their own right. Yeah. But you know, when those guys come and go, dude, this is, this is great, Steve and good for you. Like it feels good, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's really cool, um, to have that feeling right of of wow man this was you know and and i i do i feed off of energy and man i was so amped up that night and ready to go and and yeah you know and i had my beautiful wife with me and i and i don't think 
it would have been the same night without you. You know, and, and I felt that Halloween. I mean, Halloween, when you were not there, I was not myself. Yeah. And, and I think Lori, who's sitting here, will tell you, I just was not me. Yeah. I was there and I was doing what I needed to do. And, and I love the people that, that we hang out with, you know, but I just, it's not the same without my wife, you know, and, and, you know, not to get mushy with you, uh -huh. but as we get older and as your father's going through what he's going through, I, I, I can't imagine having to go through that as a couple Yeah, and, and having that feeling of what would I do without my spouse? Because I, I don't know what I would do. And, and, you know, when you talk to my dad, my dad goes, I have to go first because I cannot live without Sarah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I didn't understand that before. Now I'm like, oh, wow, I, I, I yeah. understand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, um, life is very deep, yeah. you know, and, and gosh, and your parents, I mean, together since. They're high school sweethearts. High school sweethearts, like that's But insane. since my mom was like, I don't know, 13, 14. Well, Gabe and Lori might as well be damn high school sweethearts. They, yeah. they were young. Yeah. You know, and, and you look at, at, at y'all's relationship, Lori, where you guys are like this. I mean, you're always together, always going on adventures. Yeah. You know, Lori's got her little fucking plan and we're going to Enchanted Rock and we're going to go do beer drinking here. And, you know, and, and as you get older, you go, man. And then you hear about these couples that she dies and then months later he dies. Yeah. Or he dies and then a month later she dies. Right. Yeah. Because there is something special that that you you have, yeah. you know. And, and it's just, it's, it's one of those things too, where you look at life and you go, man, you know, life is short and I just want to have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I love to have fun. You know, you don't, but I do. <laughs> Renee's always shitting on my fun. Uh, I'm not always sitting on your fun. I have energy for everything. Like I'm, I'm not always sitting on your you fun. You know, so, so Ben and I just Be like my pajamas. Ben and Beth invited us, um, to the Spurs game last night, the Monday night game. And ooh, I was having too much fun. I was like, oh man, we better go. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm having fun, man. We had a good time. Yeah. With, and, but, and again, you know, Ben and Beth are like us, right? Where, where they have been together forever. Yeah. They have a great, funny relationship. Yeah. They talk shit to it. She's funny. She's very funny. She's hilarious. She was cracking us up. Yeah. And, and then, of course, Renee's having comments. And we just had a really good um, couples. It's good to laugh. It was good to laugh. Night out and, and rooting for the Spurs. And yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, a, it was a good date night out. So I'm excited that me and you have, like, that was, that's what I needed with my wife. Yeah. I needed Saturday with my wife and then I needed last night with my wife, yeah. you know, and, and I got it. So now we can wait till Vegas. <laughs> Which is in like two or three weeks. Yes. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. We haven't yeah. even figured out logistically what the fuck is going on. We have not figured out Vegas logistics. Um, we also, it's already November 8th. When we're recording this and we have like a pie contest to do too for Thanksgiving. We or... do. And and I need to talk to Charlie and Amy um, as to, because. Uh, do you want to get pied in the face again this year? We're doing it, right? I, I mean, I think we should. Okay. The problem is that we, well, we got to call Sonia. Sonia left um, Camp Pendleton. San Diego anymore. Yeah. And, and I don't know if, if her husband um, is where he's stationed or is he out or what we yeah. gotta find out and then i was talking to charlie and and charlie said that motherfucker there's a new guy at lackland air force base that doesn't want to do it the guy in charge at lackland air force base does not want us to feed the troops and and i'm like what the fuck yeah so so we need to get with 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 um charlie and, and amy and figure it out um I, I don't know what to do i mean it's yeah. it's uh I don't know. Okay. You know, so we'll on it. We'll we got to, we got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, we're doing so good with helicopters for heroes. Yeah. We are going to raise more money than we've ever raised before. So I'm happy that we're doing that. Yeah. But at least we're continuing to do the helicopters for heroes and raise money for veterans and, and do all yeah. of that. However, you know, the, the pie contest has been fun, but, <laughs> but, but I feel <laughs> I like you have to take 
take a pie in the face. He gets real what would you grumpy. Know? What would you know when about it comes taking time to take a pie to the face? What would you know about taking? I up? wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. She in the in the what three years? I wouldn't. This have we done it three times? Has never been pied. Have we done it three times? Has it been two or three times? Two or three. Although Garrett's really gunning to pie me in the face. Garrett really, really wants to pie me in the face. He's so funny, dude. He's doing so good too. And and we are we are gonna move on to um uh travel ball with Garrett. Yeah. Um and he says so I asked him about it, I go, Hey man, that's what we're doing, bro. And he's like, Oh, so I'm on the team? I'm like, No, motherfucker, you gotta try out too. But what'd you say? You gotta audition. Audition, yeah. I'm so used to Hollywood <laughs> bullshit. Um but it, but it was uh it was it was um, it was funny because Travis he was like, you know Garrett doesn't have to try out right, and I'm like the fuck he doesn't. Yeah. I don't care if he's my son, he's going to try out. The experience of of he going needs, through the motions and the nerves and the am he, I gonna make it? What? Yeah, how great? How needs, good are these other kids? He I needs think. to try out. Yeah. Just because he's my son, bullshit. You're gonna earn your position. Yeah. Bottom line, end of story. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that was another thing that was fun about, about Saturday. You know, a lot of the relationships that we've developed here in New Braunfels, a lot of them had never seen me perform. They know me. Yeah. They knew me before they knew me as a comedian. Yes. And then, so then for them to be able to go to the show and, you know. Um, yeah. Someone said it was really cool to see you and Steve in your element. You know, Brady, Brady's dad, uh, Nick came up mm-hmm. to me and he was like, dude, because it's even funnier because I know how you are with Garrett. I know how you are with your, he's like, I know all the characters. He's uh-huh. like, it was really, really fucking funny. Yeah. You know, to, to see it. In a, I mean, I, I mean, that's to a see whole how real life translates. Right. That's a channel. whole nother angle of it. And also for the people that see me and wonder, was well, he really that hard on his son? Is it really like that? Is his dad like that? Uh-huh. The people that know, no. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh no, Steve's, hard on Renee's not really like that the people who know know we have to wrap up and thank the rest of our sponsors we don't have to do anything well we don't have to do anything but we, we should people we love should they love you and they I felt you. loved I felt very very loved uh, Aztec Chevrolet one of our sponsors always been a sponsor god I love those guys so much and, and it's amazing the relationship um, that I have developed with the guys at, at Aztec Chevrolet, um, a friendship that'll last forever. Yeah. Even if they spon- didn't sponsor anymore, I-, I would still be friends with those guys because they are such class acts. Um, they've just been taking care of us and taking care of our friends and our family, and, and it's just been an amazing, amazing relationship. Uh, our friends at Old Salt Coffee, boy, they're getting big. They're blowing up. You know, I, I can't talk about it yet, but man, there's cool shit's coming on with, yeah. With Old Salt Coffee. Um, so please, every bag of coffee you get with the code Trevino10. Trevino10. $1 goes to Helicopters for Heroes. We're trying to get you to get a subscription. I have tons of beautiful coins to give out. Please, please, please get your subscription so that I can get these coins out to you because they are absolutely beautiful. Um, I was going to say, oh, and speaking of coffee, I'm very proud. Uh, those of you that live in New Braunfels. Yes. Um, I'm very proud of my friend Jeff and, and Daniel for getting their coffee shop open elixir coffee and tea elixir coffee and tea whatever they made me this morning was really yummy too beautiful black and yellow building um those guys it's um it it is a mom and pop you know so support those guys um here in in new braunfels i I went by there this morning and and i just you know really appreciate uh, their friendship you know um and and not to take away from you know our friends that own other coffee shops in town because we love them too but But we're just trying to give them a little push today because their their grand opening was today. It's a soft open, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and then with that being said, anything else? No, that's it. Just thank you. I'm glad glad we did this. I'm glad we sat around the table today. Yeah, I know I missed you last week, and and it it is, uh, you know, it, it is amazing how much me and you have become us. You know, I'm not, I'm not anything without you and Aww. you're everything without me. Love you. Do you, you know what? I it's do. so funny how much you say I love you now that we called you out. This podcast, no. this podcast has been emotionally. I won't say it anymore. I believe me, I know. <laughs> this podcast has helped in so many ways. 
It's actually working. The therapy's working. Renee says the words, I love you. It, and, and by the way, oh my God. Can we turn God. off the camera so I can go the, back to strangling you, please? The, I'm kidding. Delilah. <laughs> She's becoming a daddy's girl. And daddy, come here. Daddy, this way. Uh-huh. Daddy, hold my hand. Daddy, hugs. Daddy, take me to the tra- I mean, dude, tea party. I'm having tea parties with my daughter. And then Renee comes around and she's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. No, I'm not worried about it this morning. She had me put three bracelets on each wrist. She's such a little girl. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful. And, and Rick, we missed you too, buddy. Um, you know, we it was just one of those things where we missed a podcast because we were so busy and then all of a sudden that happened. So the, the past two weeks, it's just been one of those the weeks. It's been a roller coaster. So thank you for sticking it out with us. Yes. Thanks for we love you back. guys. Thank you so much. Please like, please share, please review. Um, and, and, and please, we love the comments. We love that you guys continue um, to chime in. We, we are working on a, a Canadian tour. Um, we are working on a European tour. We are working on Australia. Um, I can't promise that it's going to happen in 23, but we, it is on the agenda. Like yes. we are really, really working on. You had a Canadian come to Austin. I talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to Austin too. Yes. Remember she came backstage with the, oh, she gave us yeah. the card and we brought her backstage. That's a beautiful story. Beautiful I, story. I, we forgot to talk about that too, but that was awesome. And I have so many challenge coins that, that I need to get out here and talk about. And I just haven't had time. Yeah. Um, so I didn't forget about you guys at, at all. By the way, um, if you want to hang out with me at Helicopters for Heroes, it is the last weekend in February. Go to helicoptersforheroes.org, be a sponsor, come join us for an amazing weekend. The money that you spend with us goes to veterans. Me and my wife will be there. Renee, uh, she won't be there as much as I am, but she will be there. And uh, please, please, please help us help veterans. And again, you know, helicopters for heroes so generously did something that they never do and they helped pay for a veteran's funeral uh, my friend eric bustos so those of you that 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 know me and were asking me well how can we help help helicopters for heroes yeah that's how you can help helicoptersforheroes.com.org please check us out we love you guys see you next time